I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. And we are back, and so are you, for the final episode of Season 1, White Lines. Welcome to the AfterBuzz TV White Lines After Show. I'm Rob. I'm going to be your hostess mostess for this evening. And I'm not alone. I have two fantastic co-hostess mostess with me. Uh, Allie, how are we doing? Hey, I'm doing great. I am super excited to get into this finale episode. Yes, and we have Ashman. How you doing, Ashman? I'm so good. Season finale, you guys. What a finale. I'm so excited to talk about it. Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited and ready to talk about it as well. Uh, all kinds of things happen in this episode. And I say this before we start every time. If you have not watched this episode of White Lines yet, I beg you, turn us off and come back to us whenever you finish. I'm telling you, we're getting ready to blow it for you. We're getting ready to blow it for you like a deadbeat dad who didn't show up on a birthday. I'm telling you, turn it off. I'll give you, I'll do the, the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's get into it. Okay. So this, this episode, the finale, crazy stuff happening. And I'm just going to give you all uh, who are listening and or watching some quick points that we'll be talking about. But before I get to that, thank you once again for watching, hanging with us episode, each episode day in, day out, and continuing to make us the ESPN of TV talk. Thank you so much. So today's points, we have Boxer cleans up for the last time. And we have Zoe goes full mafioso. <laughs> and then we have the last biggest, most important bombshell on this list of topics. She killed Axel. I'm not gonna say who, but she killed Axel's. Now, everybody watching and or listening, there are three she's that, well, actually there's more than three she's. There's a lot of she's on this show. <laughs> so it could be any she that you've seen on screen at any time. But before we get into that, let's get into your initial thoughts about this episode. How was this finale for you, Ashman? I love the finale. I love that uh, the main question was answered. That's what we've been looking for all season. So I'm really happy that season 10 or episode 10 did not disappoint with that. Um, again, it was fast paced. It was packed, a lot of action, a lot of drama. Um, and a lot of the little pieces that we've been looking for, they really did deliver in this episode. But at the same time, there's a lot of questions still left unanswered. So um, it's really interesting because we got some answers, but we're still waiting on some. But overall, I thought it was wonderful. And how about you, Allie? How are you feeling about this uh, season one finale? I have to agree. I mean, completely. Like, it was, it was a great episode. I was at the edge of my seat practically the whole show. Um, there were a lot of strong and powerful moments and overall I was just very um captivated I don't know how else to explain it but yeah it was a very very good ending to, the, to season one yes and I myself I had fun my overall thoughts on it that I had fun um I was so ready for it to be over because you have all these people who looking like each week someone is a new suspect it's like clue or murder on the orient express 
someone is a new suspect every time some every time an episode turns on and uh i'm glad that we finally get a face to who did this and we get to we get to bury this but i'm glad that we also see a hope for the future i don't think this is the end um we had some crazy stuff going on with romanians and that and boxer leaving but uh i'm glad at the end of it to see marcus he looks like he's no longer going to be a useful idiot or he's going to be a less useful idiot or a more useful, less idiot. What, what either of those situations apply. Um, but let's go ahead and get into our, our first uh, topic, which is Boxer cleans up for the last time. Uh, how did you feel about Boxer going in and cleaning up this crime scene and for the um, Califat family for the last time, Allie? Yeah, I um, I think when I saw Boxer cleaning up and doing all of that, I was initially disappointed um, because I think we were still taking the hit like Zoe's dad just died. Boxer's supposed to like really like her and care about her. And just to see that he would kind of tamper with that whole crime scene and all of the evidence, I was disappointed. Um, but we later do learn um, that he went on to tell um, Andre Yu that he was done working with them. And so I, I feel like the fact that he did that made it not okay, but it did kind of soften it up a little bit because I was like, that was it. That was the last time he's tired of um, coming to save the day when it comes to Oriole. And I, I was just really disappointed though, that he did clean it up. I don't know. It just, it kind of just sucked to see. But again, it was the last time, so I, whatever, I'm at peace with it, I guess. Yes. <laughs> well, um, to all of you guys in the chat, uh, let us know how you felt about this last episode, about the season one finale. Uh, but in the meanwhile, uh, Ashman, tell us how you were feeling about this finale, because we got to see uh, maybe possibly Boxer being the person that he wants to be going out on his own by quitting the family and now it's for them to clean up their own problems. Yeah, I mean, Boxer been, has been doing this for a long time. He's tired. I mean, he has buried a lot of bodies and cleaned up a lot of messes. So I think it wasn't just Zoe. She, she may have been like the kind of initial, um, almost like green light for him to say, I don't want to do this anymore because he's just tired. He's been, you know, so many times Oriole has called him and everyone's always calling him. And I get it. That's been a part of his job, but he has changed. He is older now. He doesn't want to live on top of the club anymore. And I think he's just tired of having his hands um, involved in all these things when really he's not the one creating all this stuff. So him going up and cleaning up, I just thought it's something that he's used to doing he was still on the job. And I think when that family calls upon him, this is what he goes and uh, does. So he, he was just doing his job like he normally does. But it didn't sit with him the same as usually he's able to just move on from it. Yeah. And, and, just, and just to piggyback off of what you said, yes, he's been cleaning up after this family for over 20 years. And the band has the breakup at some point. I mean, the Beatles... <laughs> To the stones, well, they're still together. But like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, but with Axel, I mean, with uh, with Boxer, Boxer is like, you know, he's been going through this whole crisis of like, you know, wanting something different from what he's been doing for the last 20 years. 
hanging out in Ibiza, the manager of the clubs. He has the girls going in and out. He's making good money. Um, and just doing that whole lifestyle, he's over it. And I think what made him get to this is because not only is he cleaning up after, you know, the Califat family, now he's got Zoe coming onto the island and he's cleaning up after her. Then Zoe screws up stuff for Marcus. Now he's cleaning up after Marcus. So it's just a bunch of people that he was cleaning up. And like my own mother used to say it when I was a kid, you know, we didn't clean. She would say, hey, the maid quit. You know, <laughs> you guys got to clean up, you know, your own messes. And I think him coming and saving Oreo because Oreo, like everybody else on the island, calls him when he's in a jam, when he's, you know, breaks free from his captors, which was, um, which was Clint, Zoe's dad. And once again, Boxer had to clean it up. And I think this was just it for Boxer. I think the cleaning w was done after this. And honestly, I'm, I'm glad to see him uh, grow some spine and say, hey, I'm done with this. I, I'm moving on something else. Um, well, so before we get to our, like, our next points, there's a couple of points um, that we should, we should talk about because we got to see uh, Oriol tell his parents that he was being kidnapped, that he's been kidnapped. And the interesting thing about him being kidnapped is that Boxer comes and cleans him up and gives him new clothes and he finds one of the, eye, the glass eye from the Romanian in the pocket. And then he goes over to his family and tell them, okay, hey, I was kidnapped by the Martinez family, but I killed the guy that kidnapped me. But we all know that that wasn't true. He wasn't kidnapped. And so my thing, the take for me is that I was confused whether he was, did he really change? Did Oreo change in this moment? Or is he still like this scummy guy who will lie and do things, you know? What, what, did, you, what did you think about that, Ellie, when Oreo had the conversation with his parents about being kidnapped? I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I was, I was wondering what you guys thought because for a moment I was like, is he, um, is he lying right now? Is he still back in his old bad ways? Or was he actually, maybe he didn't know. I mean, think about right. it. He was in that bathroom. All, he had blood all over his face from his trip in the woods and everything. He could have still been coming down from the drugs. We don't know how messed up he was during um, that whole scene where uh, Clint died. So maybe he thought it really was one of the Martina, like, you know, maybe he was just so messed up that he, that's what he thought, or was he just scheming? I, I don't know. I, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. I, I, that's, I didn't think about that. Um, well, Ashman, what, what, ang what, what's your angle on this? I mean, it's kind of unknown for me as well. I mean, I actually thought he lied about it because like, Pepe Martinez, I don't know where he would get that from. He was nowhere to be seen or found. So I don't know why he threw his name in the mix. Um, and I actually do think he was kidnapped. Like he was honest about that because the dad did kidnap yeah. him from the scene and he was locked up in the bathroom. So I feel like, um, I feel like when he came out, there was no sign of anyone from the Martinez family there. And maybe he just told that to his dad. Um, I don't know. I actually have no idea why he mentioned their name in there. But I do think he went to them to try to get like validation and approval. I mean, he wanted to say once again, I took care of it. I'm not scared anymore. But 
that's not really true. He didn't take care of anything. Uh, the accident is the one. Well, he was choking Clint, but it was the accident overall that killed him. So I, I think he's still a little confused. He must be coming off the drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those hallucinogens, they have one hell of an afterglow. Um, from what I've been told, they have a really <laughs> bad afterglow. And like, you have to, you spend a lot of your time trying to figure out if you are indeed sober now. Uh, but I, I'd never done mescaline, so I don't know how that goes. I just heard it's one crazy ride that you don't want to try. And guys, we have, we have Misty Mesmond in our chat that says, when she picks up that screwdriver and rams it in his head, wanted to vomit. What a horrible way to go. <laughs> so we, we are Agreed. right there with you, Misty. It, wow, that was crazy. Thank you for sharing your thought. Yes, we're definitely going to get to that. That's, yeah. that's one of my points. Um, but, uh, yeah, before, before we hit our next topic, let's talk about one person in particular, the person, you know, the useful idiot, uh, Marcus. Um, so Marcus had a little bit of a tough day again. He had a tough day. He had, uh, Kika <laughs> telling him that, um, Anna was sleeping with Marcus, or excuse me, sleeping with Axel back in the day, which that really hurt him. And then you have, um, Mark is getting picked up by the not oh, not the Romanians, but the wives of the Romanians, which I told you, ladies, you before. <laughs> there's never one or two Romanians. There's a bunch of Romanians, and they and I love how they came and picked him up in the back of the truck. But I want to I want to hear what you I want to hear what you saw, Allie, with this whole with this whole situation with Marcus being told about Axel and Anna, and then Marcus going on the little field trip with the Romanians. Okay. Um... So when Kika first told Marcus about Anna, I was kind of shocked that he had no idea. Um, I I don't know. At this point in the show, guys, like, t tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like everyone has slept with everyone at this point, especially <laughs> Axel. So I was a little bit not phased by that information. I was like, of course they did. And Anna, one who, she's like the most sexual one on the whole show. So I, I was kind of like, okay, that news didn't phase me, but it definitely, we saw it, that it definitely phased Marcus. Um, so the fact that he had no idea, I felt for him, especially when we kept getting the flashbacks and seeing their wedding and how unique and special their love was. I definitely felt bad for Marcus and I felt worse, worse for Marcus when the Romanians showed up. And as soon as the girls were there, I kind of wondered, I was like, this can't be good. And as soon as they said that they were the wives of the Romanians, I was like, this is not good. And I thought for sure Marcus was about to get like thrown off in the ocean, lose a leg. I thought something serious was about to go down with him. Um, yeah, I, I did not think he was going to get let off as easily as he did. I mean, yeah, he owes the money, but I was just so happy that they left and he was alive breathing because I, I thought he was going to die. I really thought that that was about to be like the big moment of this finale. So yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Ashman, what were, what were your thoughts on, on, the tr on Marcus's new troubles? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad Kika told Marcus about Anna and Axel. Um, I think it's about time he knows. Like he had Anna on a pedestal for so long. And, you know, she, she had him believing something that wasn't necessarily true. Like she was not faithful to him. And let alone she was sleeping with his best friend. So 
I know that hurt him, but I'm glad that he knows now because even in his transition period of getting over her, now, you know, he could kind of see it in its entirety of what it's been opposed to what he's just wanted to see. So um, that was good for him. And as far as the Romanians, when the girls came up to the door, I'm like, Marcus, don't be stupid. Like, do not fall in this plot right now. You have <laughs> two women trying to lure him in. And he kind of started, you know, flirting a little bit. He was a little bit skeptical. And I was like, dude, do not get yourself caught up. Like, you have every reason to be skeptical. And, um, and I don't think he was very smart. When they went through his phone, why did he have all those messages still saved why would you ever have that <laughs> yeah I wondered the same thing I was like Marcus what are you thinking yeah. you're just waiting to be caught like that's the easiest way to clear your tracks and you know they're reading voice messages they're looking at the call log and I'm yeah. like you're an idiot like if yeah. you get if, if you get yourself in more trouble here this one is just all on you and I think I think he's lucky that he didn't get in more trouble than he really could have the last time they did crush his leg so I didn't know what would happen this time mm -hmm. but um just a little debt is not I guess not too bad <laughs> yeah compared to being underground yeah it's not too bad um my my feeling is when uh, whenever all this happened number one I've I'm it sucks that Marcus had to find out that way from Kika like I would have rather that it came out another way because all these years He's thought that he was he thought he was doing the right thing by help you know working with Kika and staying with Kika when it was actually you know not that it's not it wasn't like that so much um so yeah that that sucks for him but at the same time I'm glad that happened because that allowed him to be pushed over the edge to you know get over it and I, I yeah sometimes you need somebody to rip the band-aid off and that's what happened with him and Kika um as far as the Romanian the Romanian uh the wives of uh, Greg, was Gregory and Igor, or uh, yeah, Gregory and Igor, I, I believe. Like um, yeah, so for me, if I would have been Marcus, when I walked up to that door and I heard an accent that sounded even close <laughs> to the Romanians, I would have like freaked out. I definitely wouldn't have given my phone. I wouldn't have left the premises. I would have called the boss like, hey boss, like, Exactly. My new the, security. Yeah. yeah, like, hey, we got problems here. And then just so many things that on like I didn't get with Marcus. Like that, and this is why I call him, you know, a useful idiot. Because why would you walk out to the truck and grab good in the truck? Why wouldn't you just snatch the phone back and run in the house? Like, even with a bad leg, I would have limped my butt. Yep. Butt <laughs> Me into too. The house. So like I don't understand what he was thinking. Um, but yeah, Marcus, man, I'm glad that it happened. I'm, I'm really glad that all this happened because now Marcus has not a clean slate, but a cleaner slate than what it was. And I think the, the ladies knew that he had something to do with, the, with their husbands dying. But I honestly think they didn't care that much. I think they care, but not so They much. want the money. Yeah, they exactly. did not care. They want the money. Um, so before we hit our next topic, um, I just want to... Uh, say thank you to all the listeners and or viewers um that have watched and listened to the show you guys continue to make us the espn of tv talk by joining in on our podcast and uh episode excuse me um tapings on youtube thank you so much for sticking through it with us and also thank you for watching the show with us it's not just us three 
watching this. It's you guys doing this. And we do this for you guys. So thank you once again. And also like, subscribe, share, tell everybody about this. We have many shows on this network. If you have a show, if you think about a show that you like, we probably have a show for it. So just come to AfterBuzzTV.com and check us out. Um, so our next uh, point that I would like to bring up would be Zoe going full mafioso. Uh, I, I would love to go first, but I'm not going to go first. I'm going to let the ladies go first because I saw some <laughs> badass lady mobster stuff going on with Zoe. And what do you think about all of it, Ashman? Um. You know, I think it's kind of what Ali said in the last conversation. She was like, Zoe's going to go mad. And that's exactly what she did after she saw her father. I think everything kind of snapped for her. And she was just, um, she was just so furious. And with all the adrenaline I think she's had from her whole murder mystery with her brother and now her dad. She just became cold. She went cold. She was like, I don't care who it is. I don't trust anyone. Like, I need to figure out what this is. And, uh, and Boxer was her first suspect. Um, as we see, when she goes into the police station, we get the background uh, between the father, Clint, and Boxer 20 years ago. So now we do know that he did care about his son, and he was on a mission. And it's not like he just forgot about him and didn't want to open the story. He went looking for it, and it was Boxer that threatened him off the island and was like, if you don't, I'm going to come after your daughter. So I feel like when Zoe heard that, that's all she needed to hear because mm -hmm. now she's looking at this guy. She's like, you've been manipulating me all along. You've been sleeping with me. You've been feeding me. Like, are you the one that has done this to my entire family, and now you're playing me? And then, And then we just see her you know, tunnel vision. I don't think she even cared to know anything else. She was just like, I'm taking yeah. you down and I don't care what that means. And that's exactly kind of what she did in her own Zoe fashion. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ali, I have to think, I have to know what you thought about Zoe Colion. <laughs> I, I loved it. Um, and it was really weird because I've loved, I've been such a fan of Boxer. I mean, we all have. And to see her just take him out with her car, I, it, it sounds so weird, but I was like, yes, girl, like get him because I didn't trust him in this moment. And after hearing everything that um, the cops told Zoe, and this is a cop who's been friends with her father, who she trusts. And, you know, she just lost her dad. And I'm sure at that moment, it was nice to have someone that she knew was like on her side and um, as friends of someone in the family. And she totally listened and she believed him and she went after Boxer. And I don't, I can't even say I wouldn't have done the same thing because that is just such an insane thing to go through. I can't imagine. And um, I don't know that I think that the anger she had for him was totally fair. And I don't really think she was out of line at all. Whoa. Sounds crazy, but <laughs> whoa. Okay. So I'm not the only one who loves the psychos here. <laughs> I am not the only one. Okay. So for me, man, when she ran, okay, so a lot to unpack about this, you know. I guess her discovering, you know, he could possibly the murder of the brother and the father. Okay. Yes, that can make someone going into an insane rage and do some things. But 
what she did was a whole nother level. Like, wasn't even like tactical about it. Just like, I'm just gonna run him down, throw him in the back of the car and then drive him to a location where I can talk to him slash torture him with a pressure hose, which is, that's a pretty interesting way. That probably stings. Um, but yeah. that's one of those old school mafia things like, man, you're going to tell us what you know, or I'm going to beat you until I feel like you've told us enough. And um, just Zoe staying with it and doing it. And then also one final thing I want to talk about before, I, before we switch to the next thing is that she stayed in that moment. She didn't just, she didn't break. She didn't break until she got the answers that she wanted to get. Then she broke. Like he had to call up someone else to come and tell, to help tell the story for <laughs> Zoe to like yeah. finally let him go. And um, that's what I was saying in previous episodes. We, we witnessed Zoe turn into a whole completely different person, completely different beast. And I'm with you, Allie. I was kind of for it. I mean, when she hit the man with the car, I was like, damn, that's messed up because, you know, <laughs> this guy, like, helped her out a lot. But that at was... the same time, I mean, hey, if you think somebody deserves it, if you feel like they killed your father and your brother, then yay. Things have to happen. Um, so before we go, um, this is one more thing we, sh we should probably talk about before. Um, uh, Marcus, um, before we go to our last point, we should talk about Marcus um, confronting um, confronting Anna. Well, you know what? No, that's packaged in the next the next segment. Let's just go ahead and talk about she killed Axel. Okay, when I say she, uh, spoiler alert. Hope you've watched this already. If you haven't, please pause once again and go watch it. But Anna is the one who killed Axel, and. I didn't expect this at all. And there's so much to unpack with this, with all of this. Allie, you go first and, and, and unpack it for us and we'll help you along the way. Cause it's a lot to unpack out of this. Yeah, I, I don't know how to unpack it, um, but <laughs> just assuming that everyone has watched it already because it was a lot. I, I just want to say I was completely shocked and I was almost shocked at myself because I just want to say the past two episodes, I have not, cared for Anna's character um and I've kind of been saying that I'm like she's not sitting well with me but I did not think she was capable of doing you know I just thought she was a little bit too chill of a mom I did not think she was capable of murder and um I I guess I'll just go ahead but like when she first she watched Zoe torture Boxer and she just sat there I mean let alone she's sat on this lie for 20 years now. So I'm not too surprised she can go a little bit longer, but she knows now that the truth is going to come out. I wish Zoe took that pressure hose in episode one and she would have gotten her answers. Not really, but you know what I mean? Like she's finally just tired. She does not trust any of these people anymore who she thought were her close friends. Um, and when we learned it was Anna, I was just very kind of disgusted almost and you could just see that in Zoe like she didn't even have the words to um fight or any energy left she was just completely she felt betrayed and Anna not only she kind of covered it up a little bit like um when we see I don't know how far you want me to go into it right now but I'll just go ahead and say that, thing. <laughs> that when we first see Axel um 
kind of overdosing or something happened with the drugs and he starts bleeding and choking and she drowned him and she told Marcus that she was just like you know she kind of pushed him under the water a little bit and he didn't come up no she completely drowned him and then when we learn oh there's just so much but when we learned that um she stabbed him with the screwdriver and Marcus ran him over with the car they 100% were the murderers they had so many opportunities to try to save his life and they didn't and we should have seen it coming right because the very beginning episode Marcus um Marcus and Anna always kept saying we've had each other's backs and we always kind of wondered there was something off about it but we liked them so we were like no they wouldn't do that but they did it and I don't know I was just (laughs) shocked Mm. I think though I think everybody that was that watched this was shocked Ashman help help Allie unpack some more of this please for sure for sure okay so um Anna, I was surprised, but I wasn't surprised. And the reason for that is, is the previous episode, when we did hear about Marcus and Anna saying we are good at covering up things, that kind of never left me. The part that I couldn't piece together is what would be their motive. Now, looking at the scene, I mean, Axel, Axel had just caused so much drama for everyone. Like the only thing that I can give that kid is that at least he was determined enough to make his dreams happen, right? We got yeah. to give credit where it's due. He was reckless and he was a mess. And I certainly would never want to know somebody like that, but he did accomplish what he went to Ibiza for. But now how many people he screwed over in the process, like tensions are going to build high. And I feel like They let him go with so many things, but his last kind of like nail in the coffin was burning all their money, all their profits, everything that they all worked so hard together for. And I'm like, you know, that would make somebody snap. It's one thing what you want to do with your own portion, but to sit there and selfishly take away from everyone and not even tell it everyone. And just because it felt right to you, I'm like, when you act on that level, you just don't know what you're going to get from whom. And, and I think that's what's kind of happened to him. And to be honest with you, if it wasn't Anna and Marcus, it was just going to be a matter of time. Somebody else was going to set off to kill him. Like he just had, he was on the hit list of so many people. Um, so as far as Anna goes, um, I mean, you know, she was sleeping with him, like all those different things. I think she was so built up. And in her confession to Zoe, she said it. She was like, it wasn't the things he said to me. It 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 wasn't even about their personal drama. It was how he just took away their entire fortune for the future. And I think that made her snap. What I'm not sure about is, um, You know, he began choking after he drank whatever was in his cup, but the prior autopsy report said there was some type of poison in there from a a peacock. So I don't know, did she poison his drink? Did he OD? Like what caused him to start choking? I know she initially drowned him, but what was that initial part that got him choked up? Do you guys know? Yeah, he, he did. The problem was he had did too many drugs. And the last 
the last one remember he was having like a 24-hour party for his 24th birthday right and that last one was like okay it started messing with his breathing but and it, you know his body function as well now he could have probably been saved if she just like put him on the side and called for help yes but no due to him being you know put down in there in the water and choking that caused him to pass out but then crazy all the drugs he was taking is what brought him back to life in the trunk. <laughs> so I guess it was like, a, I, I think it was a mixture of all the stuff, all the drugs, all the partying for that night. And then remember the peacock feathers is because he, this fool had a peacock at his party, white peacock. And okay. that went into his lungs when he was in the, okay. in the water. So earlier. Uh, then I guess that goes to show that, you know, it's not like she initially plotted the kill on him. Right. Like, right. you know, it's true. not like she poisoned him or put something in his drink he he od'd on his own and i think when he was helpless she just reacted and i guess that's kind of good to know it's not like anna is this killer and out out on the mission to kill him and he plotted <laughs> but um but but she did finish him off at the end which you know she she could have went about it differently for sure but i guess yes. i guess her 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 crazy nature got the best of her yeah, and I think that would make anybody infuriated. You know, you have to think about it like they, to, to just to, I, to, for me to add more context to it, like for myself, like if I had moved all the way from another country to another country to work with you and I'm helping you put, you know, make music and stuff, um, we're all one crew working together and then you take my money, our money, and you sell our tracks. And as Boxer said, cheaper, way a very good price, cheaper than what you would normally get. You take our, our, our tracks, you sell them, you get the money, and then you burn it in some kind of stupid ceremony to, symbol, to symbolize you're starting anew. Do that with your own stuff. Don't do that with our property. Um, now, the thing is, he is a friend, and you can't just go and do that. Like, this is something you have to have a conversation with and then just leave him. Maybe you could have went to Oriol and the family and tried to work out some kind of deal. Like, hey, you know, I know this happened, you know, but give me something, you know, employ me something, you know, to help me out. Um, but so real quick with him, with that whole scene, uh, one thing I want to discuss is that she made Marcus get in on this too, which was, I thought was very manipulative and wrong. She knows that guy would do anything for her. And the fact that like this guy is not dead yet and she's, they're going to send me to prison. They're going to catch me. They're going to take me away. And then, you know, do something, you know, he, he does something and hits his friend, runs his friend down that I didn't think that was cool. I thought that was Anna using it. Anna's, she's not the greatest person. She acted, she worked hard to finish that job. She had Marcus run him down. She beat him in the head with a wrench. And then when that didn't work, she stabbed him in the back of the throat after drowning. She went through a lot of crap trying to kill this dude. This dude was harder to kill than bacteria. Like, really. She had a problem. It's like a cockroach. Yes. <laughs> Only a nuclear blast can take this out. But, no, I thought that was very scummy with her. And uh, just to wrap up, guys, you know, the whole ending. Anna is a piece of crap, and she still got away and got married and all that. Uh, but before we, you know, go to our next segments and stuff, what did you all think about the ending? The whole, like, Marcus is now the new boxer. Anna gets married to, to George anyway. Uh, and then Zoe, we don't know what Zoe's path is. We know that she threw the ashes of her brother and father out over the sea. 
uh, but we don't know if she's going home or staying there. What did you all think of all this, Allie? Yeah, um, honestly, I'm just still caught up over the whole Anna thing. And I just want to say, I I don't know about you guys, but I do not feel like they kept saying, well, he was our friend. And I'm like, where and when? Because I have not seen Axel in one of these scenes, like be an actual friend to any of them. Um, he provoked them. He manipulated them. He stole all their money. He, they moved to Ibiza with him. Um, and so I totally get, I guess, it's still not excusable, of course, but I, I get Anna in the moment drowning him because she's mad. And I, I could maybe, maybe have understood her in that moment. But um, when she manipulated Marcus to run him over with the car and the fact that she was able to just literally take his life in such a, like, I don't know, messed up personal way by stabbing him, she, she's a killer. I, I don't feel for her. And the fact that she could unveil all of that to Zoe finally get it off her chest after all of these years and then go marry <laughs> man that she does not even love. And she had one guest, which was her sad daughter who the guy doesn't even like. I, I was just so not there for any of that. And I'm not there for Anna and all because she did not want to tell Marcus that she cheated on him. Like, come on all of this, just because of one simple conversation, I mean, not simple, it would have been a hard conversation, but that's life. And she didn't take responsibility. And I'm just not there for Anna. Um, but as for Marcus being the new boxer, I'm there for that. That'll be interesting. And that'll be funny. And I'm just glad that boxer is getting out of that business. I hope Zoe, now that she has the truth, I think, I think we're going to see her spiral a little bit. I think she's going to have problems trusting people. I think she's maybe going to want to get revenge. We're going to see a dark side of Zoe, but I, I'm hoping her and Boxer will somehow be able to like rekindle their romance um, at the end of the day. So we'll see. Mm, yeah, we'll see. Season two. Uh, Ashman, what are your thoughts on the whole Marcus becoming a new boxer and then Zoe, uh, Zoe's open ending? Yeah, I'll start off with Zoe. Um, I'm glad she got the answers she's needed. She could finally close this chapter of her life and we see her freeing the ashes, taking a dip in the water. So I'm really happy for her there. Um, what she's going to do, go back to Manchester, stay in Avisa. I have no idea. I think Avisa almost might have too much history there for her mm -hmm. to stay. But who knows? She does have boxers, so she, she might want to stick around for him. As far as Marcus being the new boxer... I mean, we've seen Andre, you laugh at him. I don't think that's going to, I don't think he can be the new boxer, right? I mean, he just does not have the skill set or the savviness. But so I don't think he'll be the new boxer, but he might get a little bit of pool somewhere in the family and some type of job to help pay his debt off. But yeah, I, I don't see him. I don't see him being the head of security by any means. Um, and as far as Anna goes, I mean, I, I do I do agree. At the end of the day, it's not justifiable, right? Like a killer is a killer and she did go and finish the job and um, and it was brutal the way she did it. I mean, I don't think anyone can justify that, right? At the end of the day, yes, it's almost like she has gotten so far, she had to finish him off. But it, it doesn't change the fact that you did kill a man regardless of what type of man he was. Um, I think as far as her getting married to George, 
I think that's a way of her closing the chapter to this part mm. of her life. She's just like, okay, I'm no more Marcus, no more this. Like, like she said at her wedding, she's like, this is the most free I've ever felt in so long. She's been carrying this weight forever. So, I mean, but I think she can try to move on, but that doesn't necessarily mean she will move on. So that's, that's my kind of thoughts around that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what kind of life would, uh, there would, there would be for her back in Manchester now with all this new information, you know, cheating on the husband, the dad dying. And then, um, like your friend killing your brother. Oh my goodness. Like, yeah, the it's a whole new world for Zoe and maybe she should stay in Ibiza for a little bit and see what happens and then go back. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe hang out with the guru, David. Maybe <laughs> they can have some psychedelic frogs and, you know, see what happens. Uh, <laughs> but with Marcus, uh, Marcus being the new boxer. Yeah, that was very laughable. I laughed myself when he said the new boxer. I did too. Like yeah. you, you can't, you, you don't, I mean, you just stood up to Anna a day, the, the, that day, <laughs> like, don't, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. And now you want to be the connection that, that will go from Amsterdam to Afghanistan, Afghanistan, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> he wouldn't go to Albania, Afghanistan. Okay. So, uh, Mar yeah, Marcus, I think that move for him was totally selfish. I think that was like, okay, well, the Roma the wives of the Romanians just visited me and I need to do something else. You know what? Maybe I can talk to my new rich boss and say, hey, you know, maybe I can make some deals and possibly make this money back, you know, and not have to deal with those Romanians anymore. So Marcus, he's a use, I like I, I call him a useful idiot, but this time he's actually not being an idiot about it. He's actually... It's actually kind of smart. You know, I'm going to get somebody else to fix my problems by presenting myself as a connection or a, um, um, as a, I don't know, a tool, conduit for them to the, to the world of drugs and stuff. Um, but uh, let's get away from that. We, I, I just, I really had fun with this, uh, I, this last episode and I want to get get into some predictions of what we think we're going to see next season because this isn't over at all. Like we we already know there's more stuff coming, but we'll get into the predictions after we get into our special segment and news. So, uh, which one of you guys want to go first, Allie Ashman? Um, I can go. Yeah. Okay, Ashman. Um, so as far as special segment goes, I mean, clearly the buzz is, is there going to be a season two, right? Everyone has loved this series. Everyone is still hooked. And there's so many questions still left unanswered. So according to Heart K UK, um, this show right now is the show of the summer. Like this is what is known as like, guys, if you need a thrill, if you need everything for your summer to get going, you need to <laughs> tune into White Lines. So I'm really excited. We were the chosen panel to review this show. Um, according to Netflix, no official announcements have been released for a season two, but the ratings and the streaming looks incredibly possible for a season two. And lastly, from the creators, they actually started this show planning for there to be three different series. So there might be three seasons, two more to come, although we still don't know until all the ratings do come in. So 
So that kind of makes sense why we have some new storylines, some unanswered questions, because the initial creators were, were going for three seasons of this. So hopefully it all happens. Well, Ashwin, thank you for that segment. And also of thank course. you for giving me hope for another time to be working with you fantastic people on this show, uh, talking about white lines. Allie, what do you have for us? Um, I'm piggybacking right off of Ashman because all the news that I had for you guys was also about um, a potential season two. And again, yeah, um, three days ago, this show was Netflix's number one. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and definitely, I would be surprised if there was not a season two. And like Ashman said, the um, creators planned for three seasons. And, and so far, the reviews have been great. People are loving the show. It's all over Twitter. We all want a season two. So I'm just. I'm going to go ahead and just assume we're going to get it. So we better. <laughs> yes, I, I think they should. I, I think there's going to be another one the way it ended. And um, thank you both for for uh, for helping, for giving me the knowledge and making me feel a little bit better. Um, so with this. Oh, but before we go. Um, yes. Shout out to the creators of this show. I mean, these guys worked on other shows. Alex Benna has worked on another show. Of course, you may or may not have heard of it. It's called La Casa de Papel or The House of Paper. And very, very famous show. Everybody loves it. Um, smart guy, smart like filmmaking and writing and keep it up. You will be living in the real La Casa de Papel, which will be your house from all this money from Netflix you're getting. <laughs> but let's uh, let's go ahead and get into the predictions for next season. What do you, what do you all see happening next season, Ashwin? You know, I'm going to keep it simple. Uh, I have no predictions for season two. I just hope there is a season two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. That's what great. about you, Ellie? Totally agree, and I hope we get. Um, more answers. I hope Zoe and Boxer work their things out and uh, bond together. And I want to see Zoe stay in Ibiza. Okay. Well, my predictions, I think Zoe is going to stay in Ibiza for a little bit and figure some things out. Um, I think Boxer is going to try to get out of the game. He's going to stay out of the game, but something's going to happen. And I believe it's going to be in a raw, in revolving around our useful idiot, Marcus. He's going to do something, and it's going to pull Boxer back in. Andreu is probably going to have to call in a favor and do something because of Marcus. Um, and Anna. Anna hasn't seen the raft yet. I think Anna's going to – Zoe, I think, is going to get some kind of uh, revenge for what has happened. I don't think that's going to go. And the, maybe, possibly, we'll see another one of Zoe's family members come, come over because now the dad is going – and so that's two members of one family gone, but one living family member left of the immediate family. I think the the outside family is going to look into this All and see what her happens. Her cousins are just going to slowly. Yes, we're going to see some. We're going to see some noise being made from some guys from Manchester, hopefully. Um, so before we go, I just want to um, once again thank you and Ashman Ali and Ashman for being awesome, fantastic co-host this year always hitting us with another angle just when we thought we had it giving us something to think about insights and just keeping the flow going and making this an awesome show thank you so much um thank you for all you guys who tuned in once again this season hopefully we see you next season but until then ashman tell everybody where they can find you at you could find me on instagram 
Instagram at Insights by Ish. Okay, and Allie, where can everybody find you at? Yes, you can find me at Instagram at Alexander James. And you guys can find me on Instagram, and that's at Rob Stilo, R-O-B-S-T-E-L-O. If you're a fan of Rick and Morty, you can find me here on AfterBuzz TV, Rick and Morty After Show. Thank you so much again for tuning in with us this season to watch the first season of White Lines. Hopefully we see you guys next, next season. Buzz you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.